everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Slung from a Tree. I've got Owen and Aaron. I've got Michael as well, the technical advisor. How are you doing, Michael? Our manager. Our manager, yeah. The manager, yeah. yeah. And I've got my co-host for the night as well, Howard. Great having you all aboard, lads. Nice, Richie. Pleasure to be here, boys. It's great to see the cast of Love Hate dropping for a, <laughs> <laughs> for a chat. <laughs> Don't leave any bikes unlocked, please. <laughs> What's the crack? Ah, oh, Jesus! great to have you on, lads. We'll go straight to the, the big news, which caught a few of us on the hop. You've been yeah. signed to Curse Monk Records. Congratulations, first of yeah. all. Nice one, Richie. Appreciate it, boys. Fucking, yeah, cool, yeah. So, how did that come about? Uh, we met Roger a few years ago, you know, from fucking playing about and whatnot. And he said it to us if we ever fancied it, you know, that he's running a little label and stuff like that. But sure, we didn't know what we'd be doing recording wise, you know, so we never really even thought about it. But now we're kind of in the final process of actually making an album. I'm not sure. I was talking to Aaron and I was like, I think it'd be worth a while dropping a message, see what the crack is, kind of, you know. And, uh, yeah, sure, he texted him and he got back to me the same night and all. And so straight away, I said, he'd be, be, be delighted, I'm sure. We were the same, so happy to be obliged, you know what I mean? It was a uh, chance to hire more everything, kind of. But yeah, fucking, it worked. So, yeah, I was delighted, you know. And when did all this happen, lads? Is this only lately? Oh, I, last week, man. I was sitting there watching you and him on the the last day when Roger's on the <laughs> I was sitting there on the couch eating a bag of potatoes and she was like, you know what, now... It might be worth trying to text kind of like sitting there warped like so how bad Jesus Christ that's mad and what have you done demo wise or where are you in relation to songs or well like we've been kind of recording it in bits mm-hmm. and with all the COVID and stuff yeah. and yeah. travel restrictions because the boys from Kerry and we're from Limerick uh, it just hasn't really worked but we have the drums done and we have the guitars done we have the bass done it's just, and, and the vocals almost finished I'm pretty sure but it's yeah, just you know, the kind of like the fine tuning and mastering and everything, I suppose. Mm. Like we turn up a video that we hadn't even intended to be uploaded anywhere on Facebook for the crack and sure didn't they start getting shared on YouTube and all that. And we're like, oh, well, Jesus, so there wasn't even vocals or nothing. <laughs> there wasn't even like, wouldn't mix or nothing, you know. But like, yeah, no, it's kind of in the final process. I'm probably doing all the talking. Aaron's the one that's actually doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, so he should be the one talking. But he's a dark yeah. horse, Aaron. He says little, but he does a lot. You know. That's the thing. He's yeah. <laughs> he's the one pulling, pulling like you know. Yeah, snarely. I had the vocals done like a few months ago, and <coughs> I saved them all to a Dropbox, and they got deleted. So I had to do them all again. But I have like two left to do, you know. And uh, I was doing them in here for a while, but then. Where is here, Aaron? Tell him where here is. In the hall. I was showing him there before you <laughs> turned <laughs> around. He brought the fucking guards, saw him there one night. Yeah. He was screaming his whole out. Ah! Yeah. The fucking guards came in, Todd. There was a party on his side. I was recording <laughs> and I put headphones on, right? And I, I took off the headphones and I heard all the bang at the door. And there was no like roaring or anything. So I was thinking there's someone trying to break in. So I walked out. Gardy, open up. <laughs> they thought there was a party inside the hall. I was recording the fucking vocals. There's like two, two songs left to vocals, and then just mixing and mastering. And, mm, and how many songs have you all together? Is it going to be an EP or an album? Probably the album, like realistically, isn't it? Uh, 
Yeah, whatever is uh, sort of the in between bits, you know yourselves. You were formed when in 2016 or 15, roughly? Uh, yeah, I suppose, even a little yeah. earlier. Um, yeah, the first gig was um, Wild Burgess, and we were practicing for a few months before that. I said it was yeah. six months. Sure, what so year was that? That was. That was 16. So, so it, was two, it was actually two days before I was 18, as well as the funny thing. I shouldn't have been playing inside the pub. <laughs> mm, that happens you. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a couple well, of those gigs, I think, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Iron's only there fucking, what, 18 now, like, you know what I mean? But yeah. uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, probably that. We're together at the bones of maybe four, pushing five years, I'd say, realistically. It's, it's only fair to fucking ask for an album at this stage, isn't it, really? Yeah, rather than an EP, like. It's been a lot of bollock time. Act, you know what I mean? It's just been bollocked act until the shoot, you know? <laughs> Howard, so. when did you first meet the lads? Oh, I'd say probably 2018, I would guess. Um, I actually, I was up in our jam room where we practiced in Blackpool. There was um, your sticker was on the door for fucking ages, uh, slung from a tree, <laughs> and uh, I had no idea that this was a band. I thought this was merchandise from Five Alive, genuinely. That oh. had been stuck on the wall, you know, and it never really crossed my mind that it was a band. And someone said it to me one day, "Have you seen those lads yet?" And uh, it's like, "It's a band." <laughs> <laughs> so I think I played with you with the Magnapina in 2018, I think it was, and oh. uh, we came up, and See? I had no idea what their crack was. I wasn't even sure what the bill was. I met you guys before the gig. I did. You were in the band called Slung From A Tree. And they gave me a pre-gig uh, prep talk. <laughs> Prepping. And uh, fucking, I remember very little of the gig. I just remember talking to you guys outside and fucking 20 minutes after the gig being upstairs, you guys. <laughs> You're stuck with me now. <laughs> have a tendency to sabotage, sabotage your mental state before a gig. Uh, right, yeah. right on the cusp before you're getting you to go play a fucking show and uh, a quick yeah. chat with the lads will put you right in. That's what I'm doing. Jesus Christ. Um, I think it might have been Monolith 2019 or 2018 mm. and yeah. um, you guys were playing and couldn't believe your age for one and it was so much I don't know. Uh, you're one of the new bands that came through that reminds me of when I was year age trying to play gigs and just fucking showing up and playing gigs. Yeah, you know, yeah. you look at the likes of God alone, we're fucking fantastic and I don't think about good things to say about them, but they seem like they've come out of a box nice and shiny and they're there and ready to go. These lads rock up, their fucking pants <laughs> hanging around with their fucking ankles. <laughs> no, no, no leads in order. Fucking <laughs> seven yeah. points deep. Fucking, you know, go up on stage, it could fall apart at any fucking second, but it yeah. rarely does and it's fucking great to watch. It's so much fun. Yeah. Fucking love these guys. Yeah. Angels look, you'd even show up a drunk at half the time, like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah, gonna parry your snare, gonna parry your fucking... Yeah. Yeah. And it's in the nicest possible way. It's not like the asshole bands who just fucking expected to give them gear. It's like, like there's a story. It's like, look, uh, we forgot his fucking snare. We had a fucking breakdown there in Charlotte with some country renovation, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like, fair enough, yeah, have all the snares you want. <laughs> And what about the name, lads? Did you actually steal that from a Five Will Die album? Yeah. Really? Class. Steal is the wrong word. Steal is the wrong word. Borrowed. You know, suicide. <laughs> like, but, uh, no, like, uh, not a lot of fucking kind of your sludge-esque bands were around. And sure, when I first started going to the Seas around 2012-2013, Five Will Die was mm. still playing. And I was like, whoa. You know, I was only kind of just after sort of dipping the toe in with the metal scene and stuff, you know, it's 
how do I explain it? Like, it was different. It wasn't, you know, death metal or trash metal. It was just a slow, heavy, I felt like I was stuck in a tire pit. I was like, oh, jeez, it was class. You know, I wouldn't even smoke weed then. So, like, it was fucking, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? That's like, I don't know, it just stuck. And that sound stuck with me. And then, like, you know, you get, you get stuck in the fucking, the hole, you know, in the gravel hole, you're fucked, like, you know. <laughs> so, that's... Yeah, Rob the name. I said the guy that had the name Swords, and I was like, "Did you get that from Five Lighting?" He was like, "Yeah, I was like, yes. That work, you know." Well, from our end, it's, it's so satisfying to hear that kind of thing that someone has taken something you've done yeah, and use it like that. Yeah. I think it's fucking great, you know. I'm all for it. It was I never ever took it any other way than being fantastic, you know. Fair play, Yeah, some man. Like um, I seen it on. Uh, I can't remember who you were talking with. I think it was yourself, Jack. Uh, yourself, Jack, obviously. And you mentioned that about how uh, if you got the name from it, and I was like, yeah, 150% got the name from the final album. It was your first EP, wasn't it? Sure. It was, it was our second. We did, oh. uh, we did a four-track demo before that, and we did, this, uh, we did that EP, and then we did a third one, and then we called it a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember one of the last EPs, we played in Limerick, and um, the upstairs with, uh, what were they called? Because of the Z. Oh, is that the correct? Z. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was one crack. I remember that well. That was fucking sandwich track. Before the Casbah. Casbah, yeah. Did Slung from a Tree then? Did you meet up in Limerick as in at a siege or something or yeah. at a gig? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go yeah. on, Aaron. I kind of knew one from the siege and I just messaged him. And then we, we just went down and I did a jam. We, I think we had a few, did we had a few songs. And yeah, like, the songs written already, like, you know? Yeah, I think so. And we just kind of jammed in and just kind of went from there. Yeah. And I knew Andrew from school. And uh, he was, you know, he lived in the same area as me when I was going to school, you know, we were kind of just saying, hey, but not that back. And I knew he played drums and he was into the metal and stuff, because his older brother, Jer, would have been in, you know, the band No Man's Land, another Doom, old Limerick Doom. Yeah, band. yeah. He would have, uh, that's, that's Andrew's older brother. So, um, and you know, he had the uh, that influence. You know what I mean? The metal, the metal. You know yourself. And, uh, <laughs> we're trying to, we're like me and Andrew were practicing similar, like trying to practice and jam. We're like a few of our friends trying to do something, but we're like we don't want to play. You know, everyone wants to be the next Metallica. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So we, yeah. You know, and uh, I met Iron because I remember putting up, I bought a bass and a cheap bass and I put it up the bass. Like, yeah, we. And the lads are down in Kerry. Where's the meeting place? Is it Kerry or Limerick uh, jamming? Yeah, we had like um it was like it was like just a warehouse kind of with like there was farm equipment and stuff in it. And we had all the amps and stuff inside there for I'd say it was about two or three years. Yeah, and yeah, and whereabouts was this, lads? Uh, no, you don't know Shirley, no. Yeah, yeah, it's about like twenty minutes from Shirley and Big Snap. Okay. We'll go up there, and uh, because for his family, you walk in, there could be cat haulers and saying the whole family smell of shit, like you know, her proper angry thing for sure. Add to the music, you know. <laughs> <laughs> literal sludge 
literally slouch yeah like that <laughs> yeah since that's uh, gone then just open door studios and then we're okay enjoying the boys yeah when did you guys play your first gig well the first place in Galway um it was under 6 2016 or 17 I think it was 2017 I think it was 2017 yeah I think it was the logistics must have been a bollocks because I know a lot of you at the time would have been underage and trying to get in and, and play the fucking gig we all were like Steve technically you know so <laughs> <laughs> I think once you're Steve with you you're kind of a, a free pass in anywhere you know he looks responsible <laughs> uh, I think it was 17 I'm nearly certain yeah, it would have been. Yeah, 2017. Yeah. It was Wal- yeah. Walpurgis Nights, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tenth and Sun played it and uh, Graveyard as well. Also, they played uh, all three-piece band. Oh, Nomadic Rituals, is it? Or? Nomadic Rituals, maybe. Venus Sky Leaves. Pilot. So much for the sun. Boom. So oh, Solid from the sun. Yeah, great band. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember it, but that, yeah. That's Jeez, that was a great lineup, lads. It was really good. Like, that was our first gig. We kind of went from there after that because like, we were looking to know people before we actually started gigging. And even yeah. before we were we had a job yeah. offered spots and all that kind of crack. So it was kind of, it was handy. It was kind of went from there, you know. I never, Jesus, it's not like we've been traveling to Europe or not. But <laughs> it, was, it was nice to get around to a few cities. Yeah, so, yeah. A bit of crack, you know. And were you happy with the sound you had? You were more stone or doom, sludge. Did that just yeah. naturally occur with G? Is that yeah. your, the kind of music you're into? Well, yeah. Like when I was starting, like when I started the band, I was kind of listening to all like slow magics and fucking sleep like, and all, stuff. Yeah, basically it was all that. Mm. And yeah, but it's kind of changed. Like at the start, it was more kind of like there was a lot more hi hat kind of. You know, it was a bit more chill like. Whereas now it's a bit like, I don't know, it's a bit more, it's just heavier kind of, I don't know, it's hard to, it's changed, you know, as it went on kind of, right? You've got heavier, is it? Well, kind of, you know, just with, like the, we just slowed everyone basically. Like. Mm. At the same time, we were, all, we were all like completely amateur musicians, you know, none of us have gone lessons or any that kind of crack, like, you know, so we've all just kind of like, how they put it, kind of gotten better to play together, if you know that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. The first time I've been, same with Aaron and Andrew, and also that's the thing, we've kind of like evolved and developed that bit together as a unit in a way, you know, just playing together and stuff, you know, but it's about it, really, you know. Yeah, it's the balls, really, that everybody's losing out in a year here, at least, yeah. you know, yeah. if not more, if not more <laughs> especially not being able to rehearse as well. We did, um, that was before Christmas, wasn't it? We did the practice and we did like the new song, I think, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, we, so we played the gig in last July, was it? Or August? Yeah, with Gene Magdalena. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so. Yeah. And even like before that, we hadn't played since, I don't know, I think it would have been, was it March or whatever? It was at the end of January, isn't it? One of them was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that um, the Elder Druid one was probably for their, the launch of Golgotha, was it? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah that was January then. Yeah, yeah. Savage, really good. Yeah. Uh, two Tales of War, uh, Grace Egg, Elder Druid, and. Oh, I don't know. Well, Deco, that's it, yeah. 
Like, yeah, it was a serious lineup, in fairness, you know, for what it was, class was really good. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know, it was some song in the set, and I was playing away, and the speaker cable came out of the head. The siege has been really good for all bands, and you <laughs> met. You've made how many appearances have you made on the siege? Is it two? Two. We went to be totally but sure got cancelled, you know? Yeah, it was two. Um, and the kicking and streaming yeah, yeah. as well, actually. We did that for sure. It was Howard and the Magapina. Yeah, the Magapina did the same one. Yeah. It was great crack, actually. We were all yeah. fucking enjoying the loading in the gear and all the stuff that comes yeah. with it. But uh, it was, it was weird. Banter, though, we missed the banter. We missed uh, yeah. the bit of heckling there and a bit of crack. like. But um, it was still yeah. fun for us. Yeah, it was a weird playing to kind of an empty place with just the sound engineer and the lads at the side of the stage making points. But it was kind of cool as well in its own way. Yeah, it was <laughs> 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 I was saying well, it's just the same night. People fucking room gigs anyway, so I don't know. Exactly. Sound was great. It was like, um, it was like a big jam. It was really cool. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I think mm. um, there might be plans that he could be getting... A copy of those videos for your own. I have a, I have a copy yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. I downloaded it from YouTube illegally. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, there is footage. Uh, there's footage there somewhere. And I think there might actually be more camera angles too. But um, yeah, not 100. Okay, I was talking to Kieran. Kieran Collin about it. He was saying that they plan on just all kind of editing it up and stuff. Yeah. You know, so that'd be cool. You know? It'd be fantastic. Yeah. yeah, that's a great yeah, thing yeah. to have as yeah. well, lads. Going it's forward. brilliantly done as well. It just, it just mm. all, the, the, whole, the whole series of it was really well done. Dolan's are fantastic. They really look after you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Dolan's are great. Did you see the latest one they did with the last one they did that? Uh, was that called? That, yeah, I mean, that was unbelievable. Yeah, it just that was, that was premium. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was premium. I was watching that mate's house on the 4K TV, and they were like, "Twisted." Yeah, I think venues are copying onto that now. You're seeing one up in Dublin too, coming out every now and again, and. Uh, you know, it seems like it's a it's a kind of a medium that's going to go forward with everything, even when we do go back to normal. I can see a lot of streaming stuff kind mm-hmm. of maintaining for for a few years to go yet, like which isn't a bad yeah. thing. If you spend the money on the camera work, obviously, and the sound, you know, you, you kind of need to invest. That's in one example of that. That one just talking about. Yeah. Like, I actually met the lads uh, that night. I mean, uh, the lads from fucking Zella called the Shard one because uh, I. I was at my mate's house and sure we chilling out, you know, indulging, we'll say. And we decided we're going to go to the 24-hour, get a few snacks, and uh, sure, who do we pass on? But the lads, you know, walking up, they're all in great form with their bags of cans and stuff, and they're all like, oh, boys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was just uh, so funny that we happened to cross paths, you know. But, uh, Classic. Ah, I wouldn't be a fan of, you know, paying money to watch these big bands fucking yeah, play yeah, on yeah, streams. Yeah. I know you're supporting the band, but I'd rather just get a few T-shirts and buy the album, yeah, you know, yeah. rather than trying to fucking watch it on TV and people coming in and out. And, uh, yeah, I've seen uh, a lot with a couple of the bigger bands, even uh, I think Crowbar just did about there recently. Uh, Paid, paid view, you know, live stream kind of thing. And look, if you want to do it, you want to do it. I suppose bands have to kind of keep on with it at the same time, you know? Mm. Yeah. It is strange. I suppose no one was expecting it. They're trying to adapt to it, you know? And that's one
you know, after having to, to cancel so much, you know, mm. Christ, I could only imagine during the pressure of the air under, like, you know. And yeah. even getting alternative music out on a Friday night like that in a venue like that is, is, is some mm. achievement. Normally yeah, you're thrown into the fucking graveyard shift on a Tuesday and hope for the best, but, you know, yeah. you're seeing these things on Saturdays, Fridays and Saturdays, which is fantastic. I don't yeah. imagine a lot of bands would have the gear to film that themselves, you see. This is the problem. There's ways and means, but it's expensive. That's, that's yeah. the overriding thing. Are you going to spend your money on this? This is it going to work out for you? I don't know. You really need to... This is Rich now coming from the camcorder king himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for that <clears throat> that footage when I interviewed you up in the corner house. Was it the corner house? Oh man, I hung a. It was. We did a podcast live in um, mm. the corner house in Cork, and uh, I hung. I hung a. Oh, was it the roundy? It was the roundy. The roundy upstairs. Yeah. The roundy. Yeah. I hung a camcorder from the ceiling upside down. <laughs> I have the footage already. <laughs> there's an hour of us talking before the podcast ever went live, Richie. And there's, it ran out of battery for the podcast. Oh. But the stuff we were talking about before the podcast <laughs> is about 40 seconds worth of it that you could use. Like. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you upload the footage from kicking the streaming gig? You had like the fucking camera card. There's a lot of fucking um, B-roll from now. We we were planning to do a sort of a, a, a mini thing on YouTube oh, where Mitch was all that shit. You know, all the thing the cool kids are doing. Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> I've got footage of you guys uh, doing your sound check actually. Like oh, five yeah. minutes of it. But yeah, I do a lot of backstage stuff. A lot of a lot of um, zooming in and you guys chatting together and doing voiceovers as well. They must put that <laughs> up. <laughs> it's like the two boys down the back of the fucking church in the unbelievables. Must be No, I must. I must send John that stuff. It's all broken down somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Arisa, I think you're one of those secret hoarders that just fucking does it on the night and then just puts <laughs> it aside and oh, I'll get back to it and never yeah. does, you know. He's exactly if I ter- like, told you, Richard, I'm not lying when I say there's about a terabyte of uh of material from ten years worth of going to gigs and playing Jesus gigs and different bands. Yeah. A lot a lot of bands should be terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really what happens I get 20 seconds into something I've recorded and someone says something and I fucking can't he's gone <laughs> that's not going up anywhere <laughs> it could be read what, you know, out of context this could be understood in a totally different way <laughs> you know, so. probably one of the only few bands that actually could do a right good job of it themselves probably be Andy and the Crawling yeah, yeah. yeah. he does a lot of stuff himself doesn't he, he does yeah well, he could argue saying that it's not great gear anymore, but what he has, he, I think is good, you know? I mean, you all saw the video for Salim, that stuff. He yeah. did that himself, like. I mean, yeah. it's for, for a guy like that, I mean, a pandemic, I suppose, is is a kind of a welcome break to get some stuff done as well, you know? Yeah. So, it was on the other side of the pandemic too, where it's given guys like Andy maybe a chance to um, go over stuff and get stuff done, like music videos that would normally take fucking weeks yeah. and weeks of uh, commitments when you're trying to navigate the world like but with this thing and everyone's locked away a little bit I think a lot of people are getting little projects like that done it does yeah. suit certain bands like that are right, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah definitely you can see with artists as well you know local artists yeah. you can see them, uh, time, yeah. class, you know? are you doing yeah. any um, painting or, and drawing hard doing fucking loads Richie are you I'm really yeah like, I am yeah I'm like a maniac <laughs> over the last six months I'm like a maniac I've got um, again 
it's all data being collected <laughs> and I put on a fucking hard drive somewhere. But I do, I do. I've been working on the part loan uh, art for quite some time. I've been doing the G-Ran art as well. Oh, and, G-Ran uh, as well? Cool. Yeah, well, Ed did the original piece and I'm, you know, making it pop. <laughs> Modifying it beyond recognition. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, no, with times like this, it's, it's, it's a definitely... Uh, it's given time to sit down and actually pick up a fucking paintbrush. But I have, I'd, I'd say in the course of the last six months, I've done maybe 15, 16 paintings. Wow. And hundreds, hundreds of illustrations at this point, you know. Mm. And is any of that going into the Partalon release? Yeah, there's, there's, um, there's, there's four, four different pieces that I'm looking at together, trying to meld them into one kind of idea. Getting, getting there, it's just what medium to deliver it in, digital or fucking do an actual painting. Bouncing back and forward. Okay. I mean, I told you that, Rich, I have ADHD. I, I do everything, you know, to a point and then move on to the next version of it and then forget about the things that I did six weeks ago. And, you know, and then like fucking nine weeks go by and I find the thing I did the first day and I use that and, you know, it's nine weeks yeah. wasted of fucking <laughs> scribbling. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, Jeez. no, it's fun. I enjoy it. But mm. it is manic. It's fucking, ma- it is manic, yeah. Mm. <laughs> what about you, lads, in relation to this album? Have you thought about who you want to master it and mix it? Um, uh, have you got that far yet? Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, I, yeah, we're gonna try. I'm gonna try and yeah, like mix it, master it a bit, and like if it's some shit pen, we'll just get someone. Mm-hmm. Trying to see, try the error, kind of to see how it sounds. Yeah, that's the thing. This is this is definitely a job. I tried to air Yeah, that's what, like, even remember, like, there was one weekend and I came down to record the bass and, like, we got fuck off. <laughs> but it, it, like, what you did with, um, with Raj there when you sent him a message with Carson Munkin and, you know, he responded and said, I do it. What you should do is have a look at the bands that you're influenced by, the likes of sleep, see who fucking mastered their CD and send them a message. Yeah. Be very surprised. Even, very surprised, um, like, like, Sam, you know, Slab Dragon. Yes, yeah, in London. Yeah, he does like mixing and mastering and stuff. I was thinking him, you know, like this. You can't be go far wrong with the with the likes of Slab Dragger. We yeah. played with him a couple of times with Five of Lion once, once with Partlon actually, summer 2018. Very nice fellas, and they know what they're fucking doing. And they have that um, that heft, I suppose, that you guys are kind of hinting yeah. towards, you know, that fucking ball and noise that you feel it in your chest. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Slab Dragger, Sam, you say, Slapdragger yeah. are fucking great. There were three pieces last time I saw them. And uh, fuck me. Very possibly. I think maybe once I saw them as a four piece, maybe not. But, it, you know, I'm fucking talking 15 years ago at this point. Well, you gave me um, some, a piece of music anyway that I'm going to play. Oh, rough, rough, rough. Is it on Garage Band that you did it, Aaron? Is it? Yeah. All recorded on an iPad. <laughs> It's called Blazed a Trail. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, there's like two in the file. It's called Blazed and Confused, the one I sent you. Um, YouTube, like the instrumental song of both was that, but no vocals. So this one has vocals. Okay, so we'll give this a listen to anyway. It'll give people some idea of, of where you're going.
That's class, lads, isn't it? Yeah, nice one, Richie. Appreciate it. What do you think, our man's heavy as fuck, isn't it? I'm not much, I'm sure you've heard Byron Monkey before. Oh, Byron, yeah. Sure you have. Fucking um, very much in that ballpark. Great stuff. Love it. Mm, the vocals are sick, Aaron. Well done, man. Fucking great vocals as well. Yeah, no softening up there at all, Aaron. Wow. Harsher and harsher. I fucking love it. No wonder the cops are banging on the door, man. <laughs> I'll walk in a few minutes into where they were apart. I'll show you the, the room and everything. <laughs> <laughs> At least they'll know next time if they hear screaming coming out of there to leave you alone, you know? Yeah, like it's an, it's an abandoned hall. Oh, like if you're walking past and heard that coming out of the <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Aaron, any teams lyrical wise you're working on? Is is there a concept to the album or it's just all random songs about different things? Uh, not really, it's just um, fucking the usual kind of doom lyrics, like, you know, fucking space and all that, like, <laughs> no, in that kind of vein, like, mm. yeah, I suppose there's not much of a team, I'm going to try, you know, we're going to try to have it run, like, keep that and kind of constantly run, you know, have it kind of like in one big part, yeah. but, like, there's no real concept, really. I don't think, anyway. Okay. Yeah. It's basically just like the set list we've been playing in the past, you know. The set list, yes. It is, it's literally just yeah. a set list. Like, yeah. The yeah. thing is, once we get the stuff, it's kind of like, how they put it, put them to rest for the old stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, start fresh, so, yeah. Voyage into the cosmos, I presume, will make the album, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a savage track. Basically, yeah, basically just everything we've done live. Yeah, recorded basically, yeah. It's a song yeah. we have. Besides <laughs> <laughs> as well, besides a couple of other songs that show future references and that as well. Yeah. Can't talk about it now. <laughs> the thing I notice about from your gigs is that when you do when you do play a gig it's it's almost at times like one one entire song. It's very hard yeah. to, to know when you've started and you're going to begin again, which is part of the fucking crack. Yeah. But is that something you're going to do on the album itself, or are you going to break it down into individual tracks, or is this going to flow all as one big piece of music? But like, it's a flow. Like, you know yourself, the drone parts, you know, being yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, a bit of fuck, you know, a bit of fuckery, a couple of sounds, <laughs> so, you know, you know, a bit of a bit of trickery, a bit of fuckery, <laughs> you know. There was a noise. There was a noise I heard in there. All right, that um, that I wanted to ask you about. It was like an oscillating thing, and it was, it's not a guitar. It's not a bass. What the fuck is it? What? Around what, what part was that? Was it like kind towards, of a, towards like a, the last breakdown? There, there was like a kind of an oscillator, something like a fucking synthesizer or something, like or is there like a wobble? Is that the bass? Yeah, that's the bass. How we're gonna. It sounds fucking class. Yeah. That's just like trying to like oh I was trying not for not to make noises like, whoa 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 <laughs> 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 There's been a quite a few Irish releases over the yeah. last few months. Is there any of those albums that you're kind of going, Jesus, makes you want to get an album out, you know, obviously tunes, yeah. written nomadic rituals as well, you know, some quality oh, yeah. releases out at the moment. 
Yeah, it's been crazy, man. Joe, like fair play to all the bands that like did release it because you know that's definitely been you know kind of conversation at the minute is the word put music out now with all the kind of crack culture. It's just been great. Joe, there's been no lack of music at all in the past few months. In fairness, in spite of the fitting, like you know, yeah, like. I don't know. Like we we kind of had a plan that we would have it put out. We know, sure, we didn't know all this happened. Yeah, once we recorded drums in fucking twenty nineteen. Yeah, summer twenty nineteen. Basically, we recorded. Yeah. Jesus, really? Yeah. 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 Fucking hell. Uh, but because that was the idea, record the drums, and because you know drums are the hardest kind of thing to tackle, mm. and then the guitars and bass and the rest of the crack ourselves, and. uh we got to, we were allowed to use all the pub pharmacia. We'd be mates with the lads inside there, crack, and uh, we kind of used the venue upstairs uh, uh, one day to yeah. studio. Uh, we worked with Chris Quigley, and it's great, it's great, crack. I'd say yeah. the, one, the, the one, there was a bit of a challenge about the, the fact of recording in your local pub, though, because like, <laughs> we just kept disappearing for pints and like smoke breaks and shit, where we were on like a tight, you know. Have to get all these songs done today. Like, you walk upstairs, I walk upstairs, like, where the fuck's Andrew? You know, I'm just like, smoking a joint and drinking a pint of Guinness. It can be a super Howard, Howard, did they need you as a manager? No, because like <laughs> these lads, Richie, these lads are fucking twenty eighteen and so on. I was twenty four and I was rec- I recorded fucking the album "Slung from a Tree" in a pub over three days, just like that, cool. and fucking got caught up in all the trappings that fucking come with three are fucking uh, recording in a pub. You know, we ended up drinking half the fucking weekend and getting nothing done and fucking and all that. So no. <laughs> These guys are far more advanced than I ever was at fucking 20, 21 or 22. You know? <laughs> but no, don't ever take a manager. Don't ever change, you know? Like, um, it's the way it is as, as you're developing as it is, is fantastic. You're, in, you're being influenced by the bands that you're paying with. You're paying on fucking great bills. You're just mm. going up and you're doing your thing and there's no compromise with you. And I think a lot of people have overthought their craft and some of that is necessary, but in your case... <laughs> I know. I love the fact that Aaron goes, yeah, there's no concept space. There's <laughs> <laughs> not. I love the, you know, we don't know our instruments that well, but fuck, we play gigs. If, yeah. You know, you, that's, that's, that's something you can't teach or you can't fucking train or, or direct. You know, you're doing what you're doing and you're doing as good as you're going to be doing it in this fucking state of affairs. Yeah. You know, I think just the next step, get an album out and go on tour when you get a chance and enjoy it and don't be fucking worried about uh, that. <laughs> that's the bad. was the plan. Yeah. <laughs> they're fucking blowing smoke up your ass and you're the best band in the planet and you're going to be huge and I oh, it sucks <laughs> man there's no fucking gold at the end of the rainbow it's a terrible life of bitterness yeah. and anger and regret you'll get 50 years into it and wonder what the fuck you've been doing with yourself but I would just, I if you that it, was the best <laughs> best ever pitch I've ever heard for a time <laughs> not to manage a band I'll do his PR I'll do Howard's PR for him man. <laughs> yeah we'll have to we'll have to put that in the album like it's an interlude 
<laughs> yeah, there you go, man. I'll give you the speech there. I'll break down yeah, the audio for you and I'll I, send it to you. I would love to hear that back in some fucking mad form. Fucking weirder the better, you know? Featuring power produced by Reese. Don't do what you're doing, but enjoy it while you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking classic. Aaron, is all your um, recording and stuff, Mike? Mike, stop yawning. You're not that fucking bad now. <laughs> I just saw into the abyss there of Mike's mouth. Fucking camel horses are going to sleep. Wake up the fuck. <laughs> you just see it in a few minutes. <laughs> I'll go on, ladies. Have a small about three things. Put a few more coins into the meter there, lads, in case you just go into darkness for folks. Yeah. <laughs> but Aaron, are you self-taught in relation to recording and stuff as well? You've yeah. figured all that shit out yourself, yeah? Yeah, just going to YouTube more than anything, like, you know. Brilliant, why not? Yeah. Yeah, just like searching up how to do this when you need, like, you know, just kind of figuring it out as it needs to really kind of. Yeah, like some of the some of the guitars on the album are like DI in and some of them are like Mike and like there's a mix of shit on it kind of it's just to get a sound and decent, no? And Steve any help to you, no? Not really with recording, but we were just like a lot of the amps and shit, you know. Like there's a like for recording a lot of different like even with different cabs for a different or for the same head and shit like, you know, mm-hmm. like there's a lot uh, kind of any any advice there Howard not to use too many pedals don't use too many pedals break it down to two or three pedals uh, no yeah. um it it's tone is such a subjective thing and it it takes. It took me fucking, I was at least 30, 31 or 32 before I settled on um, on the tone that was somewhat approaching what you'd be happy with. I mean, with Five Will Die, I was never happy with the tone. Not a bad fucking thing at all. I would invest in, in, you know, something simple. What I did is I got something simple, a Marshall head with a, with a Gibson guitar into it, as simple as possible. All the, anyone who's ever used one of those will tell you yeah. that it's, you know, you, it's it's going to sound good no matter how fucking bad you are. Yeah, you know, you're you're to sound good. But I, I would go towards that as sooner rather than later. Get yourself a Marshall JCM head, and uh, yeah. doesn't matter what fucking cab you go through. To, yeah. to varying degrees, it doesn't matter what guitar you go through. But you know, yeah, especially with fucking fuzz pedals, like no. You guys are so hard driven that like yeah, it doesn't matter. If you go through a fucking stereo, it doesn't matter what you go through. <laughs> Yeah. part of the charm of it but you're figuring out your sound and you're going to see a lot of bands that you play with that you're going to like the sound of and I think that you'll you know yeah. start picking up a few bits here and there but yeah. I let it develop as it's doing as you're do- as you're going I wouldn't be rushing for that for the holy yeah. grail there's no gold at the end of this rainbow it's just fucking yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> a nice it's knock along the way <laughs> <laughs> it's true yeah, yeah like, I mean, and I, I mean I know that um that uh, Owen has has that uh, it's the Ampeg little mini stack as well, which fucking sound was one of the best sound, the one of the best sound and bass rigs I've heard. You know, in terms of the size that it is, you know, you get a lot of oversized stacks and things, which does have its impact. But in terms of hearing what's going on, I mean, Owen's own little Ampeg mini stack is fucking great. You know, I remember going for the heat, and you were like, "That's the fucking amp," because yeah. the, the and the sound is on the side of your head, you know? Yeah, you and, can throw uh, it in the back fucking seat, like. Literally, yeah, literally. 
Fucking, ah, I even saw the opening That's it. That means, you know, you've no need to deviate from that for quite some time, I don't think you're... Uh, <laughs> you know? sitting in my corner and doing the job, you know what I mean? I'm actually like. as a laptop stand, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. A multi-purpose thing like that, you got to have it. You can fucking rest your ashtray on it, you can put your beer on it, put your yeah, feet up on it. It's a great <laughs> And did you invest in any gear over lockdown, lads? Yeah, this damn thing. <laughs> yeah. I literally bought it in March. I bought it in Cork. Pardon me. Yeah. Oh, uh, I got it in Cork and I almost think it was that weekend that like, everything was like, boom, that's it. We're locking the place, you know. And I was like, yeah, yeah fuck yeah, I got it time. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you lads yeah. know you lads know John Quill, don't you? In in uh yeah, savage. Um it's a nice little fucking fuzzy little thing. Really, really yeah, good yeah. thing. I actually um I got to see I was down well, one of the Cohans showed me one of those actually playing through one of those one of the co I think it was either Karen or uh Owen. But yeah, no, really, he, he makes weapons. <laughs> uh but that's another thing should even iron up more me, like the little the little Irish penalty is crazy as well, isn't it? Like little, it is. It's oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> it's really good. Cool. See Moose and John. Sure is. I got this over lockdown. So I'm the Moose battle hammer. Yeah, yeah. That's Moose, isn't it? Yeah, Moose. He is fucking the pen's crazy. Like the first time like I didn't even I got it. And I set it up and I clicked it and before I even pushed it, I was like, oh, oh yes. <laughs> I didn't even like hit a string or not, and it was just sound. You know, <laughs> didn't even have to fully on. But like, yeah, savage, some piece. Yeah, Bones from Dread Sovereign, that's the podcast out tomorrow. He swears by those now as well. Yeah, I mean, I hear Moose's name come up everywhere I go. I mean, yeah, among the fucking um, lads who have pedals by Moose that you would never think, and it's just you're in, I don't know, somewhere in England or somewhere anywhere else, and, you know, yeah, every yeah. now and again, you'll have a look at someone's board to see what they got kind of thing. And they mount the Moose pedals on it, and the lads just singing praise about how great the fucking pedals are. And they're right, because any time I've ever fucking used one, it's been, <laughs> it's been spectacular, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. And is that all? Is that just purely word of mouth, Howard? From what I understand, it must be because this Moose is doing this, I must say, 15 years, 10, 15 years. So I mean, I'm thinking back to being on tour in 2010 and 11 and seeing Moose pedals, you know? Mm. When we recorded with Shawnee that time, Shawnee had, um, had uh, with Partalone, he had, he had uh, an array of different Moose pedals. And, uh, you know, they were sounded fucking great, but the only reason I didn't use them in the end was that they were so different from what I was using at the time. They, they could fuck around with the sound for a bit. I was uh, happy with what I had, even though it was like, mm. you know, could hear the guitar singing through things and you're like, Jesus Christ. But um, I don't know, the songs are written with the other pedals and things like that. So I didn't, I didn't delve in at the time. But the amount of people have come across just show me the pedal board with a moose pedal on it. And it's just and like... And what price <laughs> range are they in, lads? 80 to 180, I think, is what I usually yeah, respond to. We're all handmade, actually. That's fucking Yeah. Awesome. You know, I've never seen a bad word oh, said about, about any of his gear, and it's, it's <clears> unusual <throat> because people over in Ireland, and especially pedalboard people and guys who are into pedals, are so fucking bitchy at times. Seems to the whole thing. Like, the all, it just seems so 100% good feedback. And, yeah. Was, and, you know, another job all. You see, but that's the thing, it's not just metal as well. It's going right across, yeah. Aaron, tell me what's the name of that Dublin Indie man, Aaron? 
Uh, Fontaine's. Fontaine's. Jesus. No, he was hashtag, he was hashtag <laughs> <laughs> He's doing something right, man, because it's not an easy thing to, to get constant praise and, you know, people oh. bitch about boss pedals, never mind, fucking, you know. <laughs> but like, I'm just yeah. wondering, like, would there be American bands or would I'm they sure be aware of it? Yeah, Conan no, uses, I know Conan uses, uses uh, yeah. Like they were like a drum band when they started, now they're like fucking like slow. Like, Who's that, Aaron? Uh, Earth. Earth, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they use. I think it's some pedal by moves, anyway. Yeah. They do, I've never seen a post, yeah. Uh, a load of bands, like you'd see, you'd see shit up there. It's a niche, isn't it, like, in fairness? Yeah, it yeah. is, and it, he's really doing a good job in it. Like you know, fucking, like he's on the world stage with these pedals, and it's just mad to think. He started back in his bedroom, just fucking yeah. trying to make a noise. Like, yeah, there's no, there's no like big fucking like advertisement things. No, either. no fanfare whatsoever in terms of advertising yeah. or commercial side of things. It's just word of mouth and lads yeah, knowing it. If you say to someone like who's pedal, they'll know what you're talking about. You know? Yeah. Mm. Yes, it's mad. It's a great story. Jesus Christ, uh, we gave him a nice plug there. Anyway, where is the dude from? And if you know, I'd be yeah. guessing, but I would, I would guess Galway or Sligo, or just based on the bands he was involved with or, or over the years, I would guess that that area of the woods. But I, I could be totally fucking wrong. You know, the <laughs> <laughs> Dublin. probably Dublin at the moment. Yeah, but yeah. Well, yeah. a handful of times I don't know him that well at all at all but um, uh, like I said it's a common denominator between bands and especially in this genre you just you know it's, it's a topic of conversation that comes up quite quite a bit like yeah, you know yeah. what pedals are you using have you heard of Moose you know <laughs> uh, I'm uh, a Moose as well I got into a bit like a clone of a fuzz war so like mm. no like pros as well are using like most of the yeah. Mm. I was looking at your Facebook page. You're going to like this, right? Do you know how many followers you have on Facebook? Six, right? six, six. Six, six, six. Did you spot that as well? Howard, I'm impressed, I'm impressed with your research, Howard. I took a screenshot of it. I was wondering, I was going to ask the lads, was it on purpose or was it actually six, six, six? Our Facebook page, Yeah. Yeah. Six, 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 nice. Yeah. I got six, six. I was going to ruin it and I was going to go and I went, shit, I'm following him already. Fuck, who can I get to fucking put it to 667? I'll take a screenshot first. At least you have one. I have a before someone fucking likes your page. Yeah, Whoever likes your page today, fucking block him. <laughs> that's mad now you spotted that as well hard classic I did my research I looked at the Facebook page <laughs> <laughs> I've done the hard research I went undercover with these lads playing gigs with them and everything yeah. <laughs> find out what they're really like <laughs> and you record it all they what they're recorded really... all all the evidence is fucking stored away in a hard drive somewhere <laughs> so Howard if you're playing on a bill with slung from a tree what are the big 
do, do's and don'ts with the band. Wait, wait till after the gig to chat to them. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you know, be, be polite and say a nice hello and, you know, give the boys a hug and the whole lot. But don't, don't linger more than 40 seconds because we're walking down some fucking alleyway and you won't know what happened. And the gig will be over and you won't know why the fucking thing went so bad. And, you know... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that enjoy it because they're fucking they're cracking lads to play with um, there's a lot of seriousness in this game Richie as you probably know from yeah. interviewing so many different people across all the genres that are inside this small little genre we have but the lads are on the, the other scale of things where they just seem to want to have the crack and it's infectious and it's fun to be around and I do thoroughly enjoy seeing the lads on the same bill as ourselves it's one of those gigs you know there's going to be no fucking hassle the boys are going to rock up we're going to have a good fucking time you know play a couple of fucking shows and then get the fuck out of it I love it Damn, you don't have to over his head crying in the corner trying to get himself in shape for the gig and you know <laughs> <laughs> wants to cut himself because the fucking thing didn't go so good <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. where he's like get over and have a beer <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> hold that there for me will you <laughs> 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 and who came up with the, the logo actually that was uh, that's class do you know the band Show the Thunders Bad Cushmasters I have, a, I have a, a poster upstairs would you believe with them oh, yeah. on it yeah, they was were them with Elder Druid was it and Yee yeah, was yeah. it yeah. They, did, they did like a tour they did Cork Limerick I think I'm not sure if they did Dublin they probably did Mm-hmm. Probably Belfast, but uh, Will, the bass player, didn't need it at all. That's like certainly one of your own roles, yeah. Yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, just kind of after the gig, um, up on Facebook, really, I seen like he was sharing, he has like a design page, and uh, there's a few cool looking ones like you know, just message and got it done. Nice. Yeah. And are the gigs that you've played lads that you actually can't remember? It's this was I can remember all of Tell the truth. Mention the band that show we told her escape. Fuck me. There was parts of that was a blur alright. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Christ. That was a fucking that was a heavy one. Metal United was, that was I saw you that day actually yeah that was in Cypress <laughs> Avenue yeah, yeah you saw the lads going for a walk but you were on what time are you on you were either on at half 12 or half 3 that day yeah, on, actually. I remember I think you were there on and I think it was Andrew there the two of you were there weren't you yeah I think he, yeah, you came up with Jack, and then me and Steve were booking hostel, and we had to get a taxi in, and the traffic was like reckless. So the taxi driver was going down one way streets and moving fucking construction <laughs> on no. to get us to Cypress Avenue. And then we went in. I I think we were like five minutes late setting up or something, but it's like it was like the time. Yeah, we were fucking. Like, <laughs> That was a quick one. <laughs> Which man was, he took this time to get out of the minibus and move the raw claws and pedestrian out of his own. Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. 
yeah, it's a cool spot to, to load in on. It was a logistical nightmare during Monolith because they do close the street there. They put the, the barriers up. Yeah. So you can't get up to the venue and load out the gear, which is a real problem. Yeah, I remember, I think it was Monolith, the Cull Hands, that had like a, little, like a wheel trolley thing for moving out the gear. And I was like, yeah. that's perfect, really, for that. It's grand after four o'clock you can actually pull up outside the venue itself but mm. if you have the gig starting at 12 or half 12 you're you, really, you really are it was it was you know when you, last time when that happened we were kicked back an hour or two because the gear didn't show up oh. and then when it did show up there was the logistics of getting it to a door that we could load it in from you know yeah. but um you know you manage these things but it, mm. it's, it's a great fucking venue to play in I just wish it was a bit more accessible I'm lucky you got to play uh... <clears throat> The chance to play as well, like, oh, renovated and stuff, class. Yeah, he played, he played there a couple of times, have you? Yeah. Uh, Twice. Twice, yeah. Twice. Yeah, because yeah. I, 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 I played the first time, it was the first model, and the second time was that maybe I just... Yeah, that's yeah. right. But, uh, yeah, no, it was kind of really cool. I remember uh, passing out in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> They're they really comfy couches. And yeah, so, yeah. The green room. After a long walks, you know, and uh, I tried to head back, but I can't go from the yeah. Off I went. And I woke up then to someone on top of me, just, like half some, who was it the singer from Zaire in there? Oh, Chris. Chris, yeah. 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 <laughs> And I actually remember because you were on the last fans that night, I remember walking out like, with one of my trying to hold my you know, what the fuck, what am I? And I see, you know, what's the lads? Just didn't mind so much. Went back in, just back out to the show. I remember that. That was the, that was the 2018. It was the Magna Pina yeah. we were playing, I think. Um, yeah, I remember yeah. going into checking you at one point. Three, four, four. <laughs> Like, I knew how I felt and I was like these guys have been going hard at it for the last few hours like and it was like ask him where you are and someone said he's inside and sure, sure you are fucking I was like I was perfect it was uh, sure didn't I, I heard you were chatting about it even with uh, Paul John Con dropped yeah. in and uh, sure didn't we start talking into it you know and Chill out, and you know, I literally fell asleep on the couch. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really, it was an image, like, you know. Uh, it was that good night. I remember waking up from that, and I was like, oh, man, you know, that's, that's, that's one that was a bit of a, a fucking haze, I guess. I remember it's like somehow, like, I'm pretty sure we had all the gear packed and ready to go, and it was the car or whatever, but I think. When I got attacked, I just remember like blinking and being in Sheila's hostel, you know, and be like, oh. Yeah. How did I get here? <laughs> what was that? Monolith or United? I don't know. Oh, Monolith, sorry. Monolith. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember that either, to be honest. Yeah. We went down to the box there. The, the, there was the three of us, and um, there was a couple of others with us, too, I think. And uh, across from the, the, the old Phoenix there, Richie. Yeah. And uh, we went out there for a chat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, a, t- a ten minute chat and sure folks yeah. was it must be there forty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. walk over, we're sitting there by the river, like, oh, it's it's nice, comfortable, it? like. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, we're looking at the phones. What the fuck? What fucking time is this? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
It was a really nice day too, Sean. It was a fucking lovely day. The sun was beating down. It was, yeah. It was a beautiful day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, um, I was interviewing that day, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Were you doing the 2018 edition as well, Richie? You were? Um, I, did, I did the Metal United and one monolith. Yeah, I think that this was the first monolith. We yeah. had the Magnifico midline of that year. And um, it was a, a lower key affair than it was the, the following year. Mm. Um, it was still, still great. A great weekend at all, and it kind of gave us the incentive to move on to the next thing, and certainly give Con the confidence to try something. Yeah. But um, I just remember that day, that day at that point could have gone in one of seven different directions. <laughs> I'm just glad we all ended up playing a fucking gig at the end of it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we did our best with what we had. <laughs> it was fucking great. Crack. It set up. It set up the day. Um, it was. It was. It was my have first you, time chatting to you properly. Have you played up the north, lads? Uh, oh, I'd say you'll fucking love that, yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, Jake from Elder Drew was on a road with your fucking cold within the... Mm. Yeah. Uh, that was that. But yeah, definitely after, like, you have to... So you got up as far as Galway then, that's the furthest up you've got, is it? Oh, or do you play Dublin, yeah. have you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've done it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you cope with the stress of that? Couldn't. <laughs> 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 it's a different kind of drug up there, Richie. You only be taking your more fucking uh, visceral drugs to get through the fucking hour. You know, it's not a place for. Um, you want to be on your fucking edge. You want to be on your fucking guard. <laughs> Where did you play the show one night? It was Fibber Okay. Yeah. 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 We came out of there one night and the guy taking a shit next to the van. Did you mind not taking a shit next to our van? <laughs> you know? He fucking broke a bottle and waved it at us and ran away, you know? Hmm. <laughs> Welcome to Dublin, huh? Welcome to Dublin. Well, like, yeah, I was playing it there a second, but the first time I played it was for the masses. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the Thursday nights, wasn't it, at the time? Uh, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> uh, I actually, I don't think it was, because remember, we drove down the next April, see? Remember? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, sure, yeah. we ended up, that's how we played the siege. We actually ended up covering a band that dropped out, and sure, we got a message, like, uh... I don't think that was that one. <laughs> <laughs> remember, we were playing Fred's with fucking Wolf Council and Sue Sir, yeah. and... Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the text. So, trying to figure this one out. So, he went from Fred's playing with suits there and Wolf Council yeah, up to Dublin the next day, is it? Am no, I missing? Uh, for the, the time we played Metal for the Masses, uh, yeah. we drove down to Limerick the day after just to go to the seat. All right, okay. Yeah, and then I think it was probably the same year for the Halloween siege. We were playing at Wolf Council. Like on the Saturday or whatever, and a band yeah. dropped out, and we played the siege on the Sunday. Then, mm. that, but I think they're probably the same here. But yeah, they probably are. It was a rough weekend, but <laughs> you got through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just remember that Monday morning. Have you guys ever? I, I'm not sure if this is correct or not, but I, I'm sure I saw a poster for you guys down in Clarkland at one point. Did you play down there? Yeah, that, that was unreal. 
The Baron Pods. Oh, I'm not telling you about that one. <laughs> Man, that is one funky fucking place. It's like it's it's oh, yeah, you know it was, it you're talking like, sixty mountain country, mountain country. It's fucking insanity. Yeah. I love it. Shit, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, we, like, played, we played there maybe 10, 15, 10, 15 times in the last couple of years, and like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. so much west. Wild fucking west down there. It's mental. I love it. But I, I remember seeing your fucking name up in the up in the thing and telling a few lads to make sure to go check it out. Was it Battle of the Bands or something? Yeah, it was like the night the fucking storm. It was like a red one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there still, I bet you there were still people at the fucking gig. There, yeah, there was. There was really? There's literally no one there, man. It was fucking. I've never seen something like that. But like we were right now, sure. What was the name? I can't remember. It's actually cool. Savage little spot playing. It is. It's wild as fuck. It's literally a barn, Richie, out the back of a pub, a literal barn. And I think Our Chaos played down there as well. A couple of bands played down there last summer. There was a back to the band that had had like. Red Sun Alert come into Red play. Red Sun Alert, yeah. yeah they didn't play with us at the same one, but they had to pull out because of the fucking weather because they wouldn't chance coming on. We had our backdrop stolen down there from the Magnapina. Really? Uh, stolen? Yeah. Someone took it. Um, we were we went through a phase of playing a lot of gigs down there in the last couple of years and every one of them was just more impossible to explain than the, than the next. <laughs> there was one day we arrived down there at about two o'clock in the afternoon and um, it was a sunny old day and Carlsberg were sponsoring. It was the goat, the goat thing, whatever the fuck they were doing there. It was like oh, yeah. a oh. fest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> we walked up into the beer garden there outside the barn and there was a lad, he was about 12 years of age. He was top off in a pint of boomers and he was sitting on the roof of the fucking barn. <laughs> <laughs> He just showed me, hey, where are you from? <laughs> like, we're from Cork. Ah, yeah. Candle day fresh. And fucking down the fucking thing and climb back on the wall. He's like, Jesus Christ, did that just happen? Like, was, there was a lad came in with his dog one day just to show the dog the gig and then off he went again. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking mental down there. Like, these are the things I can tell you. Like, But um, fuck me, man. I've seen some stuff down there ever see as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the I know exactly what she means. <laughs> yeah, fucking, it's an experience, like, but, um, yeah. Come on, Aaron, you're from that neck of the woods. Yeah, <laughs> just every day for me, but, no. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, you fucking scramblers, no, flying past you, horses, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's mad that there's, there's a lot of music down there, you know, because there is a lot of a lot of alternative uh, music kind of happening down there, which is, just seems like the most odd place for that sort yeah. of thing to happen. You know, there's a bit like there's a there's really nothing in the town here, but mo- yeah, mostly wedding bands. Yeah, yeah go on. Wow. Talk your shit. My father was yeah. like, go on. 
And what were they called, Mike? Hank Pope? Um, Hank Pope and his Black Magic Opera. You might find it in SoundCloud. It was kind of punk rock mm. back in 1983, 4 kind of. Mm. So they, they threw a toilet bowl up on stage and stood in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how stuff comes back to haunt you, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you a good one now. I was in Amsterdam... Um, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd we'd um, weed is right. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> weed, yeah. So there was that and um, some tabs as well taken, and we went to see Mud Honey in the Paradiso, which was um, a famous venue in Amsterdam. The, the church, is isn't it? The yes, Christian video comes from there. Yeah. Really? Okay. Ramstein okay. did um, Fire Fire video, I think it is. Okay. Jesus. Grand. Great anyway, spot. so uh, a great night was had. And somehow or other, I came round and I'd bought my feet in a toilet and I was flushing frantically <laughs> the toilet onto my feet. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, yes. I have no explanation for that, but uh, <laughs> it's just that the way that just came up there with the toilet bowl and people standing on it, yeah. That was mud honey in the paradiso. <laughs> yeah, I, I never found my shoes either. I just went bare, barefoot around Amsterdam for the rest of the night. I went straight down the toilet. Sure, I only went over there... Uh... Last year, I think it was the Wolverine Sleep. So oh, oh, yeah. Fuck me, I was a holiday. Fuck me, I was a holiday. And like, even I think I was there. I was there four nights, and they were playing third night. And uh, Christ, <laughs> <laughs> you might as well be sitting at home fucking pulling the lad off yourself. Was going to see a man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to the venue. I remember we were we were trying to find a venue where it was you know Amsterdam's a small enough city with it is, yeah. names and you know lefts and rights and backs, you know what I'm So it's such a compact city and it's actually you walk past something twice rather than realizing, you know, that you're looking for But we're walking around looking for the venue, we got there anyways, and uh big enough spot Milkweg, it's called uh, Oh yeah, Milky Bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's a I think there's more than one stage because when we were on you, there was kind of like a, a couple of different lines and we were like, oh, fuck, I wonder which one uh, it is like, right around the corner. Follow the here. smell. Oh, yeah, the smell is the puffs of smoke and I was like, yes, it's that line. <laughs> <laughs> so we went, um, 
uh, about in the Lord of you know, Fair Overlord or support, support them. Uh, there wouldn't be metal or not, and kind of like an alternate or oh, Christ or kind of like a shoegaze kind of a thing. Mm. You know, that kind of like music, if you know. But uh, fuck it, uh, I got a serious spot literally right in front of Al, the bass player. I was only a meter away, you know, I was right in front of all the bass monitors and everything. Uh. Uh, we were lucky enough to find a job to actually get the ball somewhere and get earplugs. We never had three earplugs. We were like, oh shit, we're going to sleep and we have earplugs. Like, mm. you know? Yeah, true. And, uh, we were inside there, anyways, and Fair Water were playing the tables. They were outside a big, I won't even lie, a big, large giant. I was patting his back up. Super giant. I him off because I knew that's when the set would be over. I was like, yeah, you want to go three bags off this and put it back in my pocket. But like, by the time they came, I was like, Drugs on the street once. 
what we take from a squash to the red light district with some of the people that wear like AOX and Jigsaw Cane. I was like, why is yeah. And I just turned around and the dudes was like scurrying back into the shadows. <laughs> 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 Ian, you massively in the last couple of years. The last time I was there was two years ago, I think it was, and uh, there was none of that. It was I'd much place. Pure tourist trap now. Pure mm-hmm. tourist trap now, and, and mm-hmm. you know it's lost a bit of that initial charm and things like that. But if you go outside of that place and see the Utrecht, is a fucking amazing town. Highly recommend that. But yeah. um, Tilburg and Rotterdam married together is just a fucking. It's a match made in heaven. It's a fucking amazing place to be. Oh, That's fucking class. Because, like, sleep were torn and they were playing over that year. And, like, it was either, I was chatting, we were either going to go to London. It was either Woodburn, London, or Amsterdam. And I kind of, like, I was like, you know, I know, holiday in Amsterdam would be pretty cool. Like, you know, antsy. <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah. The thing is, Amsterdam's only 40 minutes in the train from fucking Tilburg as well. So, you know. Oh, yes, really? The, the country's tiny. The country's tiny. tiny. You get in the fucking train and you're in the next fucking, you know, next town in 20, 40 minutes at most. Like, so yes. it's an easy place to get around. It's just that once you're there a couple of hours, it becomes a bit more difficult to get around. And then you end up staying in the fucking mm-hmm. place that you, <laughs> you arrived at. Next thing you know, you've already eaten 30 grams of mushrooms. <laughs> like, we really have to go to the gig, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, yeah. I stayed in the last time I was there. I stayed in the hotel. It's um, a liner. Oh, yeah, yeah. I stayed there myself actually years and years ago. Dodgy, man. Dodgy. Yeah, that part of town is not, not, um, I wouldn't be going home late. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I was only living there you know, twice. And the second time we went, we just stayed somewhere like really in the city centre. But the first time we were like a good, even though it's not that far out, we were about you know, four or five kilometres out of the city, which yeah. is a distance. You wouldn't kind of walk it if you didn't know the place. And yeah. Then, you know, and like you walk through the city, things got less uh, nice, you know? Nice. You know, it's the only thing we're going I think it's an Irish thing as well that we're just when we go abroad we, we just walk there we, uh, we'd be grand we'll, we'll find yeah, it right. I think that's just pure Irishness you kind of think if you're telling me Irish you'd be okay but uh, I was there the same fucking trip actually 2002 and a uh, homeless guy a big thing at that time was homeless lads would come up to you mm. and ask you for something and be like you know could you give us a dollar could you give us a fucking this or give us what a year was that Howard can you remember roughly 2002 um, okay. yeah okay. I reckon it was 2002 it mm. may be 2003 but probably 2002 yeah, yeah okay go on and this lad came up and um, he was an American and he was homeless and he was pestering us on the way down the street and we, we, we were kind of would you ever fuck off and leave us alone and we got down the street and realised we had to go back up the street to get where we needed to go. So we passed him again, like. And he came over and he was just like, oh, man, where, do, where, where, where are you from? And I said, is Aaron at Misha? And he gave him a And he flew a gum. Talk kind of. Flew a gum, like. You know, and he goes, oh, man, you're Irish. Come and talk. And we'll arrogate a good. And we'll arrogate a good. And we'll a good. Christ, man. Oh, fucking <laughs> this motherfucker really speaking fucking Irish to me, asking me for water and money. So I did. I gave him a tenner and I gave him a bottle of water. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I thought I had this guy pegged and just pretend That's they won't so good. That's Fuck so off. good, man. Fantastic. <laughs> kind of start you, man. I'm really in it. Yeah, good. <laughs> Yeah, it only works some things. <laughs> yeah, that, 
that that mud honey gig now for example um we'd we we'd know where to stay because we were outside of um amsterdam here in Harlem. So barefoot, of course, myself and my buddy were walking along going, what are we going to do? Where are we going to stay? So there's this church right at Dam Square. And so we jumped over the wall at the church. We went in underneath uh, just where the doors are of the church, this little archway there, kind of it was raining. And uh, this other guy then, I'd say, but in 20 minutes had jumped over as well and started cooking heroin on a spoon right, yeah. right below us. And it's like kind of looking up at us and I'm, I'm myself and my buddy, of course, I'm in bare, I'm barefoot. Like I'm going, do we have to move again? And he's going, yeah, I think we better, <laughs> you know. Oh, I'm going to sleep here with dude cooking air. <laughs> that was, that was 1992. That's, yeah, that's, it's changed, it's changed a lot. Even in, you know, I've been there I'd say it's double figures now, maybe 14, 15 times at this stage, just for various reasons, going playing gigs over mm. in different parts of Europe and whatnot and just happen to be going through Amsterdam or layovers and way to places. But the change from when I was there first in 2002 to two years ago is fucking crazy. I mean, like you said, Richie, I mean, it wasn't unusual to see a lad strung out in the fucking ground with a fucking bit of a cup going on, like, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, you yeah. don't see any of that. You just see... Mm you know, armed guards at every fucking corner keeping an eye on everything. It's, it's yeah, really, I really wouldn't cool. fucking enjoy it. I don't think I would, man. I'd probably... It's not the same. It's not a relaxing environment as, as it was. It used to be Disneyland for adults. That's the way it used Pretty to be. Pretty much, but it's kind of controlled fun now. Everyone's funneled down a couple of different streets and, you know, and there's, there's a real presence of, um, of police there, which is really, really unnerving in itself, like, well, I, was there. I suppose it's, we're coming from Ireland. We all this stuff is illegal, you see, and then you're just seeing like armed fucking guards on the corner, and you're going yeah, like, "That wouldn't be." <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to hop me over the head, and we were in Vandal Park. Yeah, the Vandal mm. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me and Craig, we uh, yeah. fuck acting around Amsterdam. We stopped through, got a couple of hot dogs, and what the fuck, we're going to reach in there with it, you know? Yeah. Some sort of like a fucking hippie protest, probably something. Another fucking stupid smoking weed. I don't know about it at all. We walk past them and there's just a bunch of generic hippies and all this rich come from myself, like, you know. <laughs> and there was just like shitloads of like, um, obviously it was like a non-violent fucking, you know, protest. But it was just shitloads of like SWAT police, you know, big bulky guns and horses or white police and yeah. shit. Strange place, man. It's a really strange place in that. I'll tell you a classic, right? We decided, um, Jesus, this is going to be one of those shows, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> All right, it's a good bit into it. Most people drop out after 30 minutes. Oh, true, yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably have to last, losing a few anyway, I'm safe. But uh, we decided to go down to Paris from uh, Harlem. So we um, stocked up on loads of uh, illegal substances. And uh, I can. I, they're, really, they're, really, they're totally legal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so our plan was to drop a few tabs and go up to the top of the Eiffel Tower. So, great. 
Right. So we <laughs> we arrived down anyway into Paris, and um, it was around I'd say it was around four o'clock in the daytime. Beautiful day. Found our way to the Eiffel Tower, did the tabs anyway, and got the elevator up. And, oh, no. uh, it was fucking magnificent, as you could only imagine, you know? Yeah. So we came back down then and um, we decided to do a bit of sightseeing, but we just couldn't believe the amount of police yeah. and and security around the place. Again, I would say 92, around 91, 92. And I was there freaked out, obviously, because of the acid and all acid, that, you know? Yeah. And I was just going... This is just crazy, man. We're going to be busted here big time. We need to stash it somewhere. And my mate is going, yeah, where, what about over there where there's palm trees? We'd surely be able to come back to the palm trees. I'm going, yeah, that's a good idea. There's not many palm trees in this area of Paris. So we had to climb over this big, big wall, jump in, and then I buried them under the palm trees and came back out over the wall. And then we decided to kind of walk along down by the Seine, check that out and stuff like that, you know? And there was just more and more cops everywhere. It was fucking crazy. And I was just going to the body. He goes, Jesus, thank God we got rid of that stuff. And again, we'd know where to stay. So we were kind of sleeping underneath this bridge. And the next day, anyway, we, we come up, right? And it's just jam-packed with thousands of people and cops everywhere. And the Tour de France was finishing that morning. Right. Or that day or whatever, you know, and I'm going, oh, and typical, like just didn't have a clue what, like everybody that was into sports knew that it was finishing that day. Like, which is you also, couldn't go, you couldn't Google it at the fucking time either. Like, yeah, was yeah. A, which was also Bastille day as well. So it was just fucking <laughs> crazy. Right. The, the main worry was then to try and find our way back to where these palm trees were. So we eventually track our way back to it. And it turns out it was at the back we, I buried it at the back of the Libyan embassy, which had the palm trees. <laughs> so the back of the Gaddafi area, like. <laughs> so, literally, so literally, we couldn't get it, like, because there was armed guards at the front of that building, but at the back where I scaled over. I was on CCTV the whole lot, everything, just. Man, you just know Gaddafi was sitting down watching this, like, you know, the boys brought him a fucking video of a lad burying something. <laughs> Imagine how Richie fucking Gaddafi probably took those drugs. He was like, what is it? And the lads were, it's LSD. And he was like, fuck it, fly it over to me. <laughs> In the background. Oh, the grand <laughs> yeah, it's mad. <laughs> So anyway, long story short, we, we got to see, um, what's his name? Win it. Oh, uh, the cyclist. Grado, is it Delgado, is it? Uh, could be fucking, I remember it's... Stephen Roach and Stephen Kelly from the, from those eras. Yeah, 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 so it could have been Delgado for some reason stick in my head. Anyway. Yeah, but, um, it was yes. a big, the lads probably don't realise this, but like the Tour de France in Ireland in 1992 was one of the biggest fucking things mm. that had ever, ever happened anything, to anything because we had two world champions in the, the previous couple of years and uh, it was like, it, it was a huge sporting fucking fever here for a couple of years. Everyone was into the cycling for a while. Yeah. And here I was roaming around not even having a clue that it was finishing <laughs> the next morning. People were killing, you know, just to see it even. But here we yeah. were like fucking up on top of the Eiffel Tower going, ah. Oh. <laughs> I think a buckle, a buckle, a buckle for me, lads, is to do a gig with uh, Slunk from a Tree in, in Holland somewhere. I think that would be... Yeah, 
I think I'd be okay after that, you know. I think I'd, I'd be okay with retiring after that. I think that would be yeah. one last bat. Weekend in fucking... Hey, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be happy as well, yeah. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Christ, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be held accountable if I was over there in terms of a geek, like, you know. No, you well, I, I talked the same and I remember the first time I played over there um, I can't remember exactly where it was because they're all melted into one fucking show <laughs> but um, we travelled um, eight hours to, to Utrecht to play a gig and uh, we played a gig in Gelen what's it called some place Kaiserslautern I think it was in the, down in Germany in the west coast of Germany and we met a homeless guy the night before and he gave us um, he gave us an, a nod I'm sure we smoked an odd. We didn't think anything of it. But uh, the fucking thing was dipped in acid. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> eight hours in a van to get to a show in fucking Holland to play a gig. And um, exactly. like I remember arriving in Holland and just being in a different dimension and being literally asking someone point me in the right direction and I'll remember the songs, you know. <laughs> you go, you go, so you go hard quick there and then you stop and you're just going, oh, I, I want to I remember what's going on here. Yeah. You know, you'll be con- you'll be fairly conscious of yourself. You won't you won't do the dog in it. You'll you'll fucking you go there and you'll enjoy the experience that it is without fucking yourself up. But a harsh lesson to learn: don't take don't take um don't take a nudge of of uh, anything from a homeless person and expect it to be what they told you it was. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I tell you, he's just your manager. He is the oh, only yeah. dude. He- I mean, I'd be stopping the fun, you know. You, you go and enjoy it. Say yes to the guy. You learn yourselves. I learned myself, you know. I said yes and I regretted it. I didn't really regret it. <laughs> I regretted it in hindsight. In hindsight, I didn't regret it. At the time, I did. At the time, when I was sitting in the fucking bathroom in Brussels watching the floor crawl around my ankles. <laughs> hey. It's better than standing in a toilet bowl, then, <laughs> flushing frantically. <laughs> Find the flush yourself. Uh, I've never been that far gone already. Uh, <laughs> fuck's sake. So with that, lads, I'm gonna <laughs> thank you for coming on the show and bringing back some memories for me as well. Great. Nice you got through the bottle anyway, lads. You got through I wouldn't the bottle. Wouldn't doubt you, Howard, man. You got through the bottle. <laughs> And from myself and Howard, we both fucking are delighted that you're signed on Curse Monk Records. That's a great fucking yeah. positive fucking step. Fantastic. Sounds greatly appreciated. I'm looking forward to catching you when things go back. I really am. Yeah, we'll meet down there by the docks again across from the... Bang <laughs> <laughs> me a text. I might, have come out. I, might, I might come out of retirement. so you've been listening to Aaron and Owen from Slung from a Tree Mike the sound advisor tech guru in the background and I want to thank my co-host as usual Howard cheers lads as always always and and as I said we look forward to hearing from Slung from a Tree from what we from what we heard anyway Howard that that little uh, two three minute track sounds fucking great potential on that man you're on the right track lads just fucking keep keep the course stay the course and enjoy it yeah (laughs) cheers lads you've been listening to Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast hit that subscribe button and uh, take care cheers hello Richie bye